Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Welcome to Football is Family, a podcast dedicated to the fan and fan experience. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I want to look at the positive behind what makes football so enjoyable to watch and follow. I want to know why you are a fan of your team, of a player, or an era of football. Whether the pros, college, or high school, I want to hear and share your stories and your love for the game. If you want to be part of this podcast, please message me on Twitter at Jeremy underscore McFarlane, or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Facebook page. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. We'd like to welcome everybody back to the Footballist Family podcast. And if y'all listened to last week's podcast, uh, with uh, Kevin Bryant, um, I made some predictions for this year's Super Bowl, and I missed them. I missed them bad. I got both of them wrong. Uh, so I'm going to try to save my prediction closer to the time, not to jinx the team that I pick. Um, I, I tell people now that I'm picking the Titans to win the Super Bowl, so that way I won't be – I cannot be wrong because they're not going to be in it. They can't lose the game because they're not in it. But this day, and this is a, a Monday, I'm going to try to come out with a podcast today um, looking at certain parts of the Super Bowl, you know, uh, different aspects of it, whether MVPs or greatest plays or greatest games, something like that. So I encourage you to follow me uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And we're going to look at some of the best parts about the Super Bowl, some of the things that we can look at and say, hey, this, this made this Super Bowl great. Um, today I have in front of me Super Bowl rings. I don't know about you. I like rings. I'm not a great, I don't wear a lot of jewelry. I have my college ring and my, uh, wedding ring. That's pretty much all I got. Uh, but I see the Super Bowl rings and I think they look just absolutely awesome. The most, for most of them. I think that they look great, and I think that if you have them, you are very proud of them. I mean, if Tom Brady is very proud of his Super Bowl rings, uh, many of people who won a Super Bowl ring wear them. Now, uh, some of them are way too big. I mean, I'm looking at you, uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams. But then again, if I won the Super Bowl, I would be so happy to wear them. Uh, you see some of the some of the uh, over the years, Super Bowl rings have changed from the very beginning, which I want to give a media shout out to the very first Super Bowl ring, which was not called the Super Bowl until Super Bowl three. It was the world champion, the NFL, AFL world championship game. Uh, the Green Bay Packers won it by beating uh, the Chiefs at the time, and they. Uh, they had a very plain looking ring, but I want to give a shout out to them because I think that when you look at those rings, 
uh, they're very, very nice because they're, they just, they state what they are. They're a championship ring. Now, if you look over the years, when you have more designs, more technology, that the rings have blossomed and become something much, much bigger. Uh, for the most part, the rings look great. But at the same time, you have some rings that look absolutely awful. I tried to stay positive on this program, so I don't want to really look at the negative. So let's look at some of the positives. There, there have been uh, 56 rings. Uh, 57 will be this year. Uh, and I think both the Chiefs and the Eagles, if they go along with what they did previous, their rings are going to look just amazing. Uh, their, their rings, and, and you're going to see, we're going to mention them uh, in, in this podcast, those two rings of their previous Super Bowls. The If you look on the show notes, there's a link to the NFL.com photo uh, photo sessions of each one of the rings from the previous Super Bowls. If you want to look and get a good description of them again, this is my opinion of, of, I have 14 that I think look just amazing. And this is not in any order. I tried to put them in order. I thought this just is not going to work. So I have 14 rings that look good and maybe they look good because they just look good. Or maybe they look good because of their meaning in, in the game that that was played. Uh, in order to get those rings. The first one that we're going to look at looks good, but it's also the meaning behind the game that makes it really good. And that's Super Bowl three. Uh, this is the Joe Namath guarantee. Even though he didn't do a whole lot in that Super Bowl, it was a lot more defense and running backs. But Joe Namath is Joe Namath. So we look at him. It is a very basic ring with uh, looks like there's six diamonds around and right in the middle, there's a there's kind of a diamond shape with a with a circular diamond in the middle. It has New York Jets and world champions on the top and the bottom with 1968 on the sides, on the sides on the top. It has a green background. I am colorblind, so you you may know what these green, what this green is. To me, it's green, and that's as close as I can get. Uh, it means a lot because, number one, it's very basic, and I like the basic. I don't really think you have to glamorize a lot about the Super Bowl ring. You want a Super Bowl, that's glamour enough. But when you look at it, it's very durable, very beautiful-looking ring. I love the gold and the and the black in the back to accentuate the letters and the, the numbers. It's a beautiful, beautiful ring, representing probably one of the better Super Bowls, uh, well, one of the most – uh, one of the most important Super Bowls. Now, if you look at the next one, though, Super Bowl Four, this probably this does not get the attention that Super Bowl Three does. But to me, Super Bowl Four is probably the best, uh, the the most important Super Bowl of the early Super Bowls. Uh, people were thinking that it was a one shot phony, basically that the AFL was a one shot phony, and that the NFL will turn it around for well, the next year. The Chiefs go up against the Vikings, and the Chiefs win. Uh, Lynn Dawson and, and and you know Hank Schramm. Uh, this I like it because it again it's very plain looking in in the way it is, but it's very beautiful. It has this a football diamond in the middle, and it has red the the, the Chiefs red in the back, and you're going to see that come up in in a little bit with the more current ring that they have. Very beautifully done. And again, it doesn't need a lot of glitz and glamour. It, it is the Super Bowl that, to me, 
changed the landscape of the NFL and made the AFL legit. That Super Bowl really did that. So if you watch that game, uh, the Chiefs, you know, they, they were in a scrape. It was a hard game, but the Chiefs had to win that game in order to make the AFL legit. And that's what they did. The next year, the next year to me is one of the most beautiful rings that's out there. If you're a Baltimore Colts fan, and I'm not talking about the Indianapolis Colts, because if you ask Indianapolis Colts fans, they have won one Super Bowl, one Super Bowl. And we'll get to that eventually. Uh, they said the Baltimore Colts won one Super Bowl. This is probably one of the most beautiful rings that you'll ever see. It is a kind of a stadium looking ring with the Baltimore Colts and world champion kind of jumping up. And inside the ring, you have a blue background, a beautiful blue background. I'm not, uh, because I'm a Titans fan and you play in the AFC South and you beat me yesterday in Madden, I don't know how that happened, but I got blown out by the Colts. Uh, I'm not a big Colts fan just because. But I can respect what you have done with your rings here. The Baltimore Colts with a with a diamond horseshoe with a diamond in the middle. It is absolutely beautiful. It was the Blunder Bowl. Um, it was the bowl where you, you won a last second kick against the Cowboys. But the thing about this, and, I, and I've read stories that the people who won this Super Bowl still remember losing to uh, Joe Namath, they refused to wear this ring. To me, this is absolutely a beautiful ring that would look good if you're a collector and you can get a hold of a copy of this or if you can actually find a, a legit copy, one that is was made for the winners. Uh, this would be great to have. It has 1970 on the side with the Lombardi trophy. It looks absolutely beautiful, like I said. This one... Or Super Bowl 41, the Indianapolis Colts, to me, I don't know which one I like better. Again, I like the plain, the the kind of dulled down versions better. My, my college ring is very plain. I didn't have to have a lot on it. Uh, if you like the more glamorized, that's up to you to decide. To me, I don't know which one I like better. You jump ahead a little bit to see I have it written down here. Yes. The Super Bowl nine. I, I it looked like I had a seven, but it's Super Bowl nine. The Steelers, 1974 world champion. This is again a very basic ring. And you're going to see like earlier on in the creations of these rings that they're very basic and they have a very similar style to them, very similar to what you'll find with the stadiums. They had a very cookie-cutter aspect to them. The stadiums are just drab. The rings are not. This says Pittsburgh Steelers world champion, and it has a black background with a diamond right in the middle. I love this ring. This is one of the ones. And by the way, uh, Steelers fans, uh, this marked a turning point for your franchise because before that, um, the Steelers were not much of a team. They had some good seasons, but for the most part, they were not that good. This marked a turning point and began a – you were the team of the 70s at this point. Uh, this one absolutely looks amazing. Uh, it's not big in the sense compared to, say, like the, the Patriots later on, where they had to put so many Lombardi trophies in it. 
But this is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful ring. Jump ahead to Super Bowl eleven. I like this one. This is the Oakland Raiders, world champions. Uh, it is kind of a rectangle-shaped ring with Oakland Raiders on the top, world champions on the bottom, with diamonds on the side, and a diamond football in the middle with the black background. Oakland did great with this. It's very different than some of the, the, the rings that were created before that. It deals more with the rectangle instead of kind of a, a, a up-down version. It's sideways. That's how this ring is orientated. Uh, it looks great. It looks great. And this is the ring that really made the difference for John Madden being who he is or who he was. Uh, I'm playing Madden 23 right now, and it pops up that Madden jumps out there and said his, his time as a coach for the Raiders. And it says, thanks, coach. Uh, this ring made him, of course, he was a great coach without a Super Bowl, but this ring made a big difference in his legacy. The next year, this is more of a uh, box shape ring, but it's the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas on the top, Cowboys on the side, world champions, uh, uh, Cowboys at the bottom, world champions on the side. I like this because it, it gives us color. A lot of the rings you find are more gold, like yellow gold. This is white gold, but it gives you color because it has two stars and it represents two Super Bowls. And the stars have diamonds in the middle, but it has the cowboy star in it, and it's cowboy blue. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of rings you'll find will not incorporate color. This one did. I really like this, uh, mainly because of how awesome it looks. But also, the cowboys, whether you like them or don't, uh, cowboys' color and their star almost make the NFL what it is today. Their color, their, their symbol is recognized all over the place, all over the world. Very similar to what you find with the Patriots now, uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Their symbols are recognized everywhere. If, I, if I'm wearing a Titans hat right now, I went down to El Salvador a couple of years ago on a mission trip. People didn't know who they were. Uh, they didn't know who the Titans were. But I guarantee you, if I went down to El Salvador and wore my Cowboys hat that I have, my uncle gave me a Cowboys hat, they would have said, well, Cowboys, they would know that. This is a very poor country, yet they'll know that. You'll find Cowboys merchandise all throughout the world. So this ring really started to kind of get the ball going on the Cowboys being a dynasty. Now, they really hit their strides in the 90s, obviously. Um, but this ring, you know, is a beautiful ring and is something that if you own one, you would very much appreciate. Now, I want you to jump ahead a, a bit. And again, I'm not trying to, to sell things. If you like a ring, please let me know. Uh, I want, want to say before we go any further, Super Bowl 20, 1985, the Chicago Bears, great defense. You should have given Walter Payton, uh, Mike Dicko, you should have given Walter Payton a chance to score in that Super Bowl. It was a blowout. Walter Payton's greatest running back ever. He needed that chance. You guys missed a chance to make a fashion statement. I'm sure that's what they wanted. This ring is overwhelmed with diamonds, but it has your Chicago Bears C in the middle of it. Beautiful C. Very basic. 
Um, I like that again. I don't want it, it, they, there's been talk about changing the way that your helmet looks. Please don't do that. That is not the way to be. Your helmet is great the way it is. Okay. But what would have been even better is if you had the C instead of made out of diamonds, you make it out of that color gold or whatever it may be, the, the orange C with the blue, the dark blue background, you would have had probably the perfect ring there is, but a great, great ring regardless. Now hop up to about Super Bowl 27. Again, if you're following at home and you're looking at this on the NFL website that I that I put in here, I really like this. This is the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl 27. This is against uh, this is the first one that they got against the uh, Buffalo Bills. They go back-to-back. This one was not much of a game. Um, this has the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas on one side, Cowboys on the other. And in the middle, again, there's a lot of stories to this. I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but there's a, there's a lot of diamonds in there. But then they have the Cowboy star, and you kind of get a faint glimpse of the, of the blue. This is a beautiful ring. The diamonds, it's, it's in a football shape. And in the middle, you have a diamond and then you have the star. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, this one started your team of the 90s. Uh, this one is what, what I would think that everything else, other, the other cowboy, uh, the Cowboys ring should look at, look like. And, uh, and I imagine you, you, you Cowboys fans, you keep getting beat down. You'll get a Super Bowl pretty soon, whether it's with Dak or not. I don't know. Uh, but you should let Jerry Jones know that he is not a good GM. Just let him know that. But anyway, pop up. A couple of years later, you get the 49ers. This is Steve Young getting the monkey off of his back. This is the beatdown against then San Diego Chargers. I remember this game. Um, I like this. Because it has the 49ers represented on it big, big time. But right in the middle with diamonds everywhere, it's, it's yellow gold. It's beautiful. They have five Lombardi trophies. That, to me, makes it so that the it, you can really – I mean, if you want to brag about winning a Super Bowl, brag about winning five of them. I mean, really brag about it. And on the side, they have the 75 because that was the 75th anniversary of the Super or the uh, NFL being uh, an organization. This is the perfect ring for 49ers fans. Now, you cannot make, if you get another Super Bowl in the next couple of years, you can't really add another Lombardi trophy to this. You have to rearrange the rings, much like the uh, uh, Patriots did. You can't just add another one, it's just too busy and it'd be too much. But this is a perfect ring. This really is a great ring. Again, jump up. And, and I'm skipping ahead a few. Uh, one of my favorite rings, but I don't consider it one of the best rings ever, is Super Bowl 32, where the Broncos won their first one. I do it because it's personal to me. I, I finally got to see John Elway win it. Of course, to me, the one after that was better when it, they beat the Falcons. I think it looks better. But, you know, the great-looking ring, uh, would it, it wasn't Super Bowl 32, Super Bowl 33. Super Bowl 34 should have been the Titans. I'm just saying the Rams, we gave that to you. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with that. I'm, I'm not going to say that you beat us. We gave it to you. Uh, I'm not better. Who's better? I'm not better. Anyway, 
pop up a little bit more. Again, if you're looking at it online, it's NFL.com backslash photos backslash the, the Super Bowl rings. Pop up to Super Bowl 41. And again, this is the one that I think if I have to choose between Super Bowl 5 and Super Bowl 41, that would be hard for me to pick which one's the best Colts ring. Uh, in this one, they have one Lombardi trophy right in the middle of the of a blue, beautiful blue shoe. And then again, why did they have one if they want to? The Colts are considered Indianapolis that they have one, Baltimore that they have one. There's a lot of diamonds in here. It's white gold. It's again, it's it's more uh, busy or it's busier, I should say, than the the first one that they got. It has world champions at the top. It has Indianapolis on the side. They have 29 to 17 against the uh, the Bears, and they have the the horseshoe with XL in it. So this is um, XL one, I should say. This is a very beautiful ring. I, I, again, I don't know which one I like better. I don't. So if you're a Colts fan, please let me know. Uh, and I'm skipping over a few. The Super Bowl uh, 43 Pittsburgh Steelers is a absolutely beautiful ring. It's not one of my favorites, but this one, I think, if you want to say, how can we make a perfect ring for the Steelers, this is it. The next one, though, Super Bowl 44, the New Orleans Saints. You have the Florida Lee in the middle. Uh, I think it is, it's got a lot of diamonds. It's yellow gold. If you had a redo, I would make the Florida Lee black like your symbol and take the diamonds out of it. To me, that would probably make it the best ring that's ever been made. It really does fit the New Orleans city. Been there a couple of times. That is a vibrant city. It's very colorful. It's very beautiful. Um, beignets are amazing. Uh, it fits it. I can't complain too much about it. It looked good on Drew Drew Brees's, Brees's uh, finger and all the other ones as well, uh, Reggie Bush. But if you could take the diamonds out of it and just leave the symbol black, oh, how beautiful would that be? The next year, the Green Bay Packers, a lot of diamonds, and it has on the side, it has four diamonds representing four Super Bowls that they won. At the top, it has World. At the bottom, it has Champions. Right in the middle, though, they have the Green Bay G made of diamonds, and behind it, they have the Green Bay Green. Again, if you were to take, if you were to take out the diamonds from the G and make that either the yellow, the Green Bay yellow, and have the green background, good gracious, how awesome would that one be? But again, this is all my opinion. Pop up to Super Bowl 50. To me, this is the perfection when it comes to Green Bay, or excuse me, comes to Denver. Denver wins this one. This is Von Miller. He went nuts in that game. Uh, submitted himself as one of my favorite players ever. Uh, this one has, they finally perfected the cyber horse. The other two were not that great. This one perfected the cyber horse. You have the, the eye is, is orange. 
the uh, there's blue and there's orange in the cyber horse and diamonds all over the place it's perfect it's perfectly engraved in the ring 50 has the number 50 represented super bowl 50 in the back it has three lombardi trophies uh one on one on each side and one right in the middle right in the middle of the 5-0 and on the side it says this one's for pat their former owner uh absolutely perfect uh von miller uh hate manning when you see them wearing that i don't know which one uh von miller or Peyton manning would be more proud of von miller with the rams or this one or Peyton manning with the colts or this one i think they wear both of them I don't know which one I'd be more proud of, but this one is an amazing ring. It is very busy, lots of diamonds, but it is also one of the better looking ones. Now, the last two I want to look at, uh, to me, my favorite, what they simply look is Super Bowl 52. This one has, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the Philly special. This is Nick Foles doing what he does. Um, it has world champions, but right in the middle, you have the Eagles symbol, and it is perfect. It is absolutely perfect. I don't think they could have done any better engraving it. You had the Eagles on top of the Lombardi trophy, and in the back, you have the Eagles green, and it's and it's fanned out. Now I'm a fan of the Kelly Green. I like the old Clyde Simmons and Reggie White. Uh, you know, that green. But if you were to make a green today, this is absolutely perfect. I don't think you can get any better than this ring. This one's just great. So if you do, if you do win this game, Philadelphia, listen to me. Find a way to incorporate that design with another Lombardi trophy in there. Jalen Hurts is going to look great with that ring on his finger. He's just going to look awesome with that ring on his finger. And again, it hurts me to say this, but A.J. Brown will look good in that ring because he should be a Titan right now. And a little side note, I've played – this is my third season in Madden 23. I played two Super Bowls. A.J. Brown beat me. I mean, he alone destroyed my defense in the second Super Bowl for your Eagles to win that one. It just hurts. John Robinson, why did you let him go? Just hurts. But anyway – the next one, and this is my last one for today, to me, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl uh, 54 uh, world champions on the side made a gold, uh, yellow gold right in the middle. You have KC. And the, the the KC is in red. You have two. You have the, the arrowhead. And behind that, you have two Lombardi trophies ringed with the red. Very similar in design to the Eagles. Looks great. Um Again, if you have – if Patrick Mahomes wins another one, y'all win another one, find a way to incorporate this design into your new ring. I don't think you can do any better than that. I like the original ring that you had, but this one is more modern, very similar to what you would find with the uh, – with the really with the, the Rams' most recent ring than you will find with anything else. But this is absolutely beautiful. And it probably weighs about 50 pounds. Uh, I know these guys are huge that play football, but they've got to be big to hold that type of ring up. So so what do you think? Let me know in your comments, what have I done? Uh, what have I done right? What have I done wrong? Tell me if you can improve anything or what's your favorite ring? Just let me know.
at Jeremy underscore McFarland. Thank you. And I will be back with another episode of Football's Family Podcast. And we have a new sponsor here at the Footballers Family Podcast. It's Manscaped. Support for the Footballers Family Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code FAMILY at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver, revival toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and it also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precision shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Now you thought that was good, but wait till you take your grooming game to another level. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the Weed Whacker nose and hair ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary safe skin technology, which help reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code FAMILY. That's get 20% off and free shipping with code family at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool with Manscaped. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the football history dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, 
That's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.